Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Mmm, stroke those loins, Bullfrog. Yeah, baby. Welcome back to the show. Dweez Nuts here with Bullfrog on the couch in the studio. Ready to hit you with the next 15 running backs in our top 50 rankings. So the Big Wiz is out of the country one more time. God, he's a world traveler. He is, isn't he? Unbelievable. The Doc was slated to be here today. We had a lot of fun things planned, including another Game of Thrones spoiler punishment for him. But he pulled out just a couple minutes ago because... Get a long week. I'm just excited to be here. Get the summer oh, rolling. It's great to have you. It's been a... um, so we are going to get into 16 through 30 on our running back rankings. Today, next week, we're going to start with our wide receiver rankings, which, as you told me a couple of minutes ago, you're not sure that you're going to be ready. going to have to be. you have to make it happen. you have to just put it together, a big old shit show list of players. Today, a couple of hours ago, the Wiz sent me his 60, top 60 wide receiver ranking. So we're going to be ready for that as well. But before we do, let's go ahead and start with the news today. This week in football. So, some stuff happened. Not just this week. It's It's been a little while. So let's go back a couple of weeks. How about Kareem Hunt? Got into a bar fight in Cleveland. Apparently there was some video evidence or some witnesses that came forward and said, hey, this guy was in a bar fight. Still being investigated very early stages. Who knows what's going to happen. Apparently he can't get his shit together. Maybe it's because he went to Toledo. Is it because he went to Toledo? Uh, Yeah, probably. It's a pretty dirty area here. Did you know that your great state of Michigan went to war with the state of Ohio over who gets to own Toledo. I did. Great time. Your wife brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's from Ohio. She would bring it up. They won. But did they? Did they? They got Toledo. Yeah. That's a terrible victory. She, she, I thought she made it sound like the loser had to take it. No, if she, only. Maybe she was just That's how I feel about the Glass it. City. It's a garbage place. That's why Kareem Hunt's a garbage human, apparently. Love him as a running back. Man, being an NFL star, it's gotta, it has got to be quite the... Just Please don't say it's hard. No, 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 no. Like, your whole life, you're touted as just the stud of all studs. Oh, yeah. You're getting any chick you want. You're fucking living above the law. Or dude. Or dude, if yeah, that's what I you're mean, into. Whatever. You know? And then you go you go and make millions. On top of it, then you're making millions of dollars. On top mm-hmm. of being on the top of the fucking pyramid already. Oh, yeah. Now you throw money into that mix, it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, anyway, you got into a fight. We'll see what happens. Long long ways to go before we know what's going on there. Let's talk about Melvin Gordon, another stud running back. Just a couple days ago, comes out and says, Look, guys, I want a new fucking deal, and if I don't get one, one, I'm going to hold out from training camp. He hasn't said he's going to hold out from preseason or anything, or the season at all, but he's going to hold out from training camp. And two, if he's not going to get a new deal this year, he wants to be fucking traded. Demanding trade another running back demanding trade. Do we know where he is in his contract right now? Is he on his fifth? I gotta think he's got one year left. Is he on that fifth year option? I'm not sure. We can look. I can look it up real Um, fast. But yeah, he's totally willing to hold out. This is the big news here. If Melvin Gordon misses, let's say, all of camp, does that in any way, shape, or form uh, hurt his standings? I think you had him ranked the highest out of all of us. Yeah. I think it definitely hurts because, you know, think of a guy 
that's playing for a team now, knowing that he's probably not going to re-sign, how motivated is he going to be? You know, how hard are you going to run? Yeah, but it, it, aren't you going to want to save yourself to get that big contract from another? Or do you think there's a flip would, side of that coin, right? You think because he needs to prove still? To, you always need to prove. Every day you need to prove yourself, right? Know. Especially as an aging running back. Not that he's old; he's 24, whatever he is. Uh, but did Le'Veon Bell prove anything by sitting out a whole year? Le'Veon Bell lost a lot of he money. Still got paid big money. He though. got paid way less than he was than he going have, right. to get paid last year by oh, the Steelers. Let's see what it says, it says uh, the running back is entering the fifth year option of his rookie deal at five point six million. So this is one of the things. Right now, there is a lot of debate back and forth between the owners and the NFLPA, the Players Association, about a lot of different things. One of them is this fifth year option. Teams have the option to keep rookies on their rookie deal for another year. That really hurts running backs specifically who have a short shelf life in the NFL. They hate it. The PA really wants to get rid of it. The other, Another thing that I just saw pop up again today is an 18-game regular season. They're trying to extend too, the yeah. season. The PA says, the fuck that. The are trying to get that because they want that money, baby. They want that money. Um, but, but yeah, that fifth-year option does hurt running backs, I think, more than anybody else. I, you know, it's easy to think, and whenever I read news like this, I jump to the... This, he's a greedy son of a bitch guy. It's easy to think that. But at the same time, like, it's a job, yeah, right? Yeah. It's his career, and he wants to make as much money as he can you want as bargain? quickly as he can. Exactly, because who knows how many years he's got left. So I am trying really hard to convince myself that I'm in Melvin Gordon's camp. It'll be interesting. I think he gets paid and gets back into camp pretty quickly, and it becomes a non-factor. Maybe. Nah, you're right. Uh, let's keep talking about running backs for a second. Andy Reid came out just yesterday and said, our full-time starter, that means three down back, that means he'll get spelled on occasion, Damian Williams at the running back position. Maybe my rank of seven was a good one. What do yeah, you think? Yes. Damian Williams, you ready to move him up your list a little bit? I don't know what I have him at. You I ranked him at, him 13. at 13. 13. Eh? Is he going to be RB1? He might creep. He might creep up into the top ten by uh, by the preseason here. There you go. We'll see if he can do it on the field. All right, moving on. Jalen Hurd. This is a fun one. Fantasy only news. Um, apparently, the people that make these decisions have are, are leaning on the fence about Jalen Hurd right now. This is a rookie in San Francisco. It is looking like, at least in the big formats, Yahoo, ESPN, Jalen Hurd will get a three position classification. You can roll him out as running back, Yahoo, probably too. They wide are, receiver, sure, that shit or tight end. Any one of the three. So the question is this: Like, is Jalen Hurd somebody that you might put on your radar now, going into maybe some deeper leagues? Maybe, maybe look at him in dynasty because you have these options. Because that's a, that's a wildly valuable thing to be able to put him anywhere. A lot of mouths to feed out there in San Francisco for a rookie. Dante definitely, Pettis. Garoppolo loves Pettis. Definitely dynasty. Probably like a fourteen team deep league. He's probably ownable, but like a ten man, even twelve. Redraft? No way. Not early on. I'm no. going to uh, talk to Wiz about maybe trying to make a move for Hurd in our Dynasty League because of this. I like it. And our tight end position is rough. All right, let's talk about Elijah McGuire. Last year I mentioned that he was a good player to pick up, right? The big Wiz talked a lot of shit about that. And all offseason he's been singing Elijah McGuire's praises. He even ranked Elijah McGuire inside his top 50 I don't remember what position at this point, but he ranked him inside a top He's so confident that Elijah McGuire is going to take looks away from Le'Veon Bell that he ranked him inside his top 50. He won't shut up about Elijah McGuire. Well, you know what the news was today? Elijah McGuire is on the roster bubble. Might not make the team. 
Was Might my, not make it past first cut. Was my article about Elijah McGuire bad or good? It, it was, was bad, not right? great. Yeah, good. Let's tell him to well don't live up to the hype. I like it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys here, right? Le'Veon Bell's here. They also brought in Ty Montgomery. They brought back Bilal Powell, who's been the backup there forever. They drafted Trenton Cannon last year. So many, so many running backs. They're gonna have to cut somebody. And Bill's gonna be the horse, man. Now, you oh, ready to absolutely. Move up Bell in the rankings? What do you rank him at? No, I'm going to leave him right there because I didn't think Elijah McGuire was we'll going to do out. shit anyway. Um, so we're going to take a pause here for a second. If the doctor were here today, we would be playing a game with him. We won't we won't divulge all the details because we'll play next week. But it involved a lot of trivia questions, and I'm going to ask all of them of you. They'll pop up throughout the show at random. What if he listens? No, well, well, it's going to be about different shit next week because each of the questions is about something we're talking about today. okay. All right, the first question is about Elijah McGuire. Okay. All right, Elijah McGuire. Wiz says, I test awesome. Last year, I said, I test awesome. You know, Wiz thinks he's going to take looks away. My question is real simple to you. I'm asking about 2018. Was Elijah McGuire's yards per carry over or under 3.9 yards? I wrote the article about him, and I was actually thinking of that stat as you were talking. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was 3.8, so I'm going to go with under. So he was not 3.8, but you are correct that he was under Elijah Maguire, roster bubble, because he ran a 3.0. <laughs> Wasn't even fucking close. Yeah, baby. Garbage running back. He got one right. Good job. Uh, they get harder. I think. Kind of. What kind of? You kind of led that one to me, anyway. I Let's did. Move on. All right. The juice is loose here. Darius Geis, Hammy concerns. Gonna miss some time in camp. We were already. I was concerned about Darius Geis and everybody on that team. This can't help. He got hurt last year going into camp. This is obviously not an ACL. Well, this, well, this is what happened to Cook last year. Yeah. Coming off that ACL, he started having Hammy problems. I will just repeat what I've said time and time again. Avoid. Everybody on this team. Our last news item, Chris Herndon. That's your boy. It's your favorite tight end. That two-game suspension we talked about that you predicted long ago. It's a four-gamer. Yeah. Erase him from your list. Scratch his name off. He might be a streamer at some point, but that's a lot of games to miss. Good thing I didn't trade for him instead of fucking TJ fucking... Yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah. Yes, a better call. All right, next thing. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Yeah, this is the next question. For the doctor that I'm going to pose to you, sir, it's a stat of the week. I want you to do this. I'm looking at the total QBR. Um, The NFL or ESPN, who owns this stat, created this stat, uh, statted it out back to 2006. I think they released it in 2011, but they did it out back to 2006. So this is going to go back to 2006. Okay, Since 2006, there have only been five quarterbacks. Just a little frame of reference. Zero to 100 range is a total QBR. 100 being perfect, right? And it's about your total contribution to your team. There's only been five quarterbacks since 2006 that have received a season-long total QBR of 80 or above. Wow. Stingy. Name them. Tom Brady. Tom Brady did it once. He did it in 2007. Drew Brees. Drew Brees has done it three times. 09. 11, and last year in 2018. So I need three more quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes? No, sir. <sighs> nope. Eh, nuts, you're an idiot. Of course he did. Fucking soup. Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning did it twice, 06 and 09. Two more? 
Two more. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did it in 2011. And I'll spare the people. Russell Wilson. You're never going to get the last one. In 2007, the la- the fifth and last quarterback to ever score an 80 or above. 2007? Hold on a second. Give you me, won't. Give me, you're give not going to get it. You can try. Dante Culpepper. No. 2007. You have the correct complexion. Steve McNair. No, sir. Right. Right. Uh, 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 oh, Donovan McNabb. Nope. Uh, Okay, I give up. It's David Gerard. David Gerard from the Jaguars. Gerard? Huh? I think it was Gerard. Gerard is what I always called him. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Jaguars, 2007. Nice, yeah. Also I would have never got that one. I know, mostly by Hey, the I did pretty good on the first four, though. You did big, a great big job. Big name guys, though. You did a great job. Your Hall of Famers, basically, that's, right? That's your stat of the week. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. I saw a video that I thought was just hilarious. This is a video of this Russian guy. Calls himself a bear chaser. He chases bears. He finds a little bear, a little brown bear. Okay? It's like a little baby brown bear. Uh, walks right up to it and kicks it on video. The thing turns around and attacks him. This bear's mouth right in your face. I guess it ate his hand or something. He didn't get that badly hurt, but it was a great fucking video. That I think you should go check out if you get the chance. Huh. Russian bear hunter kicks a bear and he gets his hand eaten for it. I'm surprised you didn't see the one I just seen come out today about a Kalamazoo couple. Ooh. Wedding with a Trump based oh, no, I've theme. S- I've okay. seen this. Yeah, her dress said make America great again. It was garbage. <laughs> um, so I have another question, trivia question here. Another doctor trivia question here. It's about bears. Okay. Got it. Were there more people killed by bears in North America in 2018? Or have there been more Donald Trump bankruptcies? Donald Trump bankruptcies. You're actually wrong. Oh, dang. There were seven fatalities in North America last year by bears. bears. A 10-month-old child. That's pretty Uh, sad. But it was in Canada. So whatever. Donald Trump filed for bankruptcy six times. Which is a lot of times. It is a lot of times. Holy shit. That's really bad. Here's a really funny one. Part. Only by one. I Here's a really funny one. part. He'll tell you that he he filed for he he was only bankrupt four times because he counts the first three as one. They happened years apart, but he just counts them as one. Because he was learning. Because he's a moron. <laughs> he always you know, says like just I'm just check. taking advantage of the laws of the country. Yeah. Reality is like as a business owner. Filing for bankruptcy is not taking advantage of the laws. It's taking advantage of all the people that you do business with. Because all it means is, I can keep doing business. I just no longer have to pay the people I owe money to. Yeah. The regular people. Right. That do work for you. Like, build your fucking university. Way to go, Donald Trump. Yet you won our presidency. Sort of. All right, let's move on to the main event. We're there. Let's take a shot. There's some news in there. It's fine. Just imagine if the doctor was here. All right, let's get into the main event. We are talking running back rankings. We're going to jump right back in where we left off. 16 through 30 to date. Starting right at the top here. The Wiz isn't here to defend himself, so we'll make guesses about what his insane rankings were because there were a couple. Um, But right off the top, number 16, our consensus rank is Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. I've got him ranked at 19, uh, 15 for the Wiz. And you've got him at 27, so you're, you're the lowest on us by far. Tell me a little bit about your thinking for Mick Chubb. Is it just Kareem Hunt? Or? Yeah, uh, I just kind of gave him eight games as a starter. 
and then kind of eight games as a split uh, back. Um, so I think I gave him 144 carries in that first eight games. And then only a total of 216. So what are you looking at there? 72 carries in the second half. So his carries about declined in half from the first half of the season to the second half of the season. But shit, with this new news about Hunt coming out, maybe Oof. maybe the NFL says, Hunt, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So maybe Chubb could rise up the boards. I change things. Uh, and shit, the Duke Johnson just gets a new agent. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not around. Come, you think Rosenhaus can get his ass traded? Probably. Uh, so maybe Chubb can climb up, you know. Still still in a PPR, I feel like he lacks the receptions a little bit, you know. If not Duke Johnson and Hunt early, I feel like there'll be somebody that they'll bring in there or that they have on the roster to get some of those reception work. But, yeah, so as of now, it's early in the offseason. I have him at 27 because only basically being a part-time starter. Half yep. the season starter. Uh, but that could change, definitely. I did I did a similar thing. Half season of starter, and I literally split the carries in half over the second half. I only gave him 208 carries. Less than 1,000 yards. Uh, but I gave him six touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns, which mm-hmm. kind of boomed, bumped him up because he caught a lot of receiving. Only 22 catches, but three receiving touchdowns. He did that last year after Kitchens came in. Um, so I like that. I don't love Nick Chubb this year. I've said it before. Like if you draft him, you'll be great. You'll you'll love it over the first eight games, but you're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Not a good pick. So he may end running back sixteen for me. But when I go into my draft day, he's not going to be number sixteen on my board because I don't want that. Now, would I take him with the intentions of trading him away after four or five weeks? Maybe, but go, so I, th- yeah. I feel like you're going to have a hard time finding an owner willing to trade for Chubb. Mm-hmm. So like if you're out there thinking, all right, I'm going to ride the hot hand and then get rid of him. Well, what owner's going to be dumb enough, dumb enough to, you might have one in your league. It's like, oh yeah, Chubb's the top Chubb, five running yeah. back. I'll take him. You got to play your you stat rest. I don't know. Number 17 on our consensus ranks here. Now Samar Miller. Wiz has him up at 13, which is the only reason he's here because you've got him at 23. I've got him at 25. The big reason for me is that this is just a guy that doesn't score any touchdowns. He had six last year, I think, with all the work to himself. I gave him five this coming year, one receiving touchdown. There's a lot, like you've said about some other teams, there's a lot of miles to feed there. I don't think Lamar Miller is going to blow anybody's socks off. He may have one, you know, 97-yard touchdown run again, but for the most part, the kid doesn't score that much. Um, and I do think Deontay Foreman, you know, news came out, what what was it, last week? I said this kid's way ahead of where he's ever been before. So maybe he finally finds the field a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but I don't, I don't love him. I don't love him at 17. I wouldn't touch him at 17. Do you feel the same? Or Yeah, I mean, all I can really say about him is, like, if he falls to me as a third running back, I'll take him. Oh, sure. But I just, I don't think I could find it in myself to pick him as my second running back. But I'll definitely draft him if he's in position where he's my third guy and he's available. Yeah, take, maybe take him. How many carries you give him? Lamar Miller? Yeah. Give him 223. 225. And only, and only 903 yards. Well, 10, 12. Okay. So I mean, we're pretty close. How many touchdowns? Four touch- point, I don't know what that is. 4.5 average. How many touchdowns? I had a total of eight, six and two. Yeah, I give him five and one. I just think I think I think Foreman's going to come in if nothing else and take some of those touchdowns away. I don't love him, but I do have a trivia question for you. 
regarding the two players we've discussed so far, that's Nick Chubb and Lamar Miller. And my question is this. In a PPR, full PPR format, which of these two guys scored more points per game? Now, I will tell you that the per game for Nick Chubb is over 16 games because he played in all 16. Okay. So it's not just, a, not just his time as a starter. And Miller was over 14 games because he missed two. So which of those full two guys PPR. scored more points per game in a full PPR? I don't think Miller. Miller didn't really have as many catches as you probably would think for that offense. I don't think Watson hit him as much as he could have or should have. I gave Miller 28 catches yeah, this year. Yeah, that's so not all, that many. They're, they're, sim- they're, that many, they're in a really, similar right. position, the two guys last so year. So I guess knowing that, I'm going to go with Chubb. Yeah, so... Game. So Nick Chubb last year had 12.2 points per game. Again, that's over the entirety of the season, so it was obviously a lot higher when he was starting. Lamar Miller, 12.3. So you lost that one, sir. Damn it. Um, but, you know, solid guess. I feel like I gave it away when I asked a question about those two guys that don't belong anywhere near each other. But, hey, it is what it is. Let's move on to our number 18. Our 18 consensus rank falls right in line with your NFC North love we talked about last week. This is David Montgomery, Chicago Bears. Now, interestingly, he's our consensus in 18. I've got him at 22. You've got him at 25. Wiz has him at 19. So nobody has him as high as 18. That's just where he fell in the points. You're lowest on him. What's your concern about that offense or his role in the offense? Rookie running back, Tariq Cohen's going to get a lot of the reception work. Uh, I think they break. I think they bring in Mike Davis. I think he gets a fair amount of work. Ooh, Mike Davis. Uh, especially at the goal line. I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm an NFL head coach. I'm not just going to immediately give my goal line work to a rookie running back. Okay. You know, he's going to have to prove that sure. over the season. So in my eyes, early on anyway, you know, Mike Davis is getting some of those goal line, those grind it yards, maybe late game, maybe late game carries. Oh, Mike Davis, the vet, let's bring him in here. You know, we got a lead, you know, so I think that knocks David Montgomery down a little bit. That's, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. They're really similar players. They brought in Mike Davis for that reason. I, I think he'll get some work. You know, I give David Montgomery a ton of touches, 224, which is not a ton of carries. I think he got uh, 34 catches for me. Um, but eight total touchdowns. Again, just under 1,000 yards rushing. 260 yards receiving on those 34 catches, um, just because that team, that's, that's one thing that Trubisky does really well. I like him okay. I don't love him. I mean, where you're going to end up having to draft David Montgomery, David Montgomery is probably higher than I would. Um, 18's higher than I would. I, I'd be playing with him as very low-end running back, too. He's right on now, board. David Montgomery's going at the 401 in drafts. Uh, that's ahead of running backs like Ingram, Lindsey, Carson, Sony Mitchell, Kenyon Drake. I don't know if I could take him above those guys. That's a head. That is, those guys that you just mentioned are all below him in our consensus ranks as well. Yeah. So, kudos to us. But yeah, there are guys on that list that I'd take ahead of him. Now, if we're talking a dynasty league, I would love to have me some David yep. Montgomery. Yeah, it changes everything. Absolutely. Um, I do expect a lot. I, I expect David Montgomery to be on the field a lot this year. In fact, I I would be willing to bet that most of the times that Tariq Cohen's on the field, Montgomery's also on the field. I don't think he's coming off. Number 19 on this list, which is a shock to me that he's this far down. Talk about a guy that needs to be ahead of David Montgomery. This is Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman is a stud, has been in the league since he's been playing. 
I ranked him at number 12. You've got him at 16. I think Wiz ranked this motherfucker at I think he forgot 41. about him. Is this one of the guys he forgot? He said, he's said a few times on the show that he ex- expects this guy to be hurt to miss a shitload of time because he missed some games last year. I don't, I don't know. These are not injuries that we expect to be repeated. They're not the soft tissue stuff. I don't know why he says 41. Tell us about why you like him at 16. Yeah, I picked, uh, let's see here. Where's my NFC South? I pegged Freeman to play 12 games this season. Okay. Uh, so missing four, whether that's a late season rest or banged up here and there or a little minor injury. But I projected him out at 12 games at 216 carries, 4.7 per. Puts him right about 1,000, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Also threw him 48 catches for 336 yards with a to- total of 10 touchdowns. Uh, hell, you know, I'd take that out of my RB2, you know. And I think he could do, if he plays 16, he could finish as a uh, top 10 running back if he can play all yeah. season. Pull up that uh, ADP for me while I, while I talk. I'm curious where he's going. I, I only Got gave it. him 209 carries. I, I do expect with Dirk Carter coming back to town that this team is going to throw like crazy. So he's got 54 catches for me, 443 receiving yards. For me, it's touchdowns. Devontae Freeman, the one thing that he's always been great at is finding the end zone. He's got He's this guy that's got the nose for end zone. Mm. Nine rushing touchdowns on 209 carries. Three, I give him 12 total touchdowns. He just scores. He's great at finding the end zone. I expect it to happen. I only gave him 900 rushing yards. Uh, but between that, his receptions, his receiving yards, Edo Smith does not scare me at all. No, not really. Um, I love Devonta Freeman and the value. Where's he going right now? RB 17, uh, middle of the third round. Yeah, I would take him there absolutely all day. Yeah. I mean, if you if you can go... I'd be happy to go two stud receivers in the first two rounds if you can get Devonta Freeman as my RB1 in the third. I'd feel great about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, according to my rankings, I'd rather have him over Chubb, over Miller, over Montgomery. Fuck yeah. I even have him ranked higher than Marlon Mack. Well. And I th- and so do you. Yeah. I, I like Freeman a lot. Yeah. I got him inside my top 12. Yeah. Uh, but Wiz, we're going to have to ask him when he gets back what the fuck he was thinking. Unless he's just, he's the whizinjurypredictor.com, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I mean, it might be just as accurate as the other ones out there. Number 20 in our consensus rank is Derek Henry. Fucking Derek Henry. We hate us some Derek Henry on this show. Wiz, the Derek Henry lover, mm-hmm. has him ranked the lowest out of the three of us, though. You've got him right at 20, which is where he is in our consensus. I've got him at 24. <clears throat> and for me, it's just about volume. Derrick Henry is I've given I gave him the second most carries in the league just wow. because the team has come out and been very clear about hey we're going to run this offense through Derrick Henry after what he did at the end of the season last season and uh, I have no reason to doubt the coaching staff on that team when they say they're going to do that I gave him 276 carries for a total of 1068 yards at 3.87 per clip because he's not very good but the volume's going to be there. Seven touchdowns. That puts him right about there for me. It's in, it's in a good spot at the tail end of running back two. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I can take him as my RB two though. I do have him ranked. At oh, 20. I wouldn't ever no, draft I know, him, I but I wouldn't be mad at somebody if they did. 
I mean, I've got him ranked the highest, but not because I have any love for him. Yeah. Just because that's the way my stats worked out. Because, like you said, they are going to feed him, I think. I still picture him as that guy that wins you a, a matchup, every, three matchups a year. And the other weeks, he's just fucking Garbage. mediocre to trash. I agree you with know, you. Seven points. I do have a, uh, a question. All right. Trivia question for you. Not doing so good lately. About Derrick Henry, what are you? One out of two and two and two, or two and one two and three, good. or something. Two is like good. All right. Um, all right, so right now I have Henry at the second most carries. Right, two hundred seventy six. I just said that. The most carries of all time, four hundred and sixteen carries in a season. Uh, there is one player left in the league. Just one player left in the league that has a top fifty carries performance. I will tell you that it's Adrian Peterson, and he did it in 2008. Now, I want you to guess how many carries he had, and I'll give you a 10-point cushion either way to see if you can get it. Okay. Well, first, was 416 Sean Alexander? No, God, no. This, oh. is, this is a throwback. Oh, really? Sean Alexander broke 400 one season, didn't he? He could have. Maybe not. I thought he did, but anyway. So I'm guessing Adrian Peterson. It's in the top 50. Right. Zeke hasn't even broke the top 50. No, and Zeke, had... Zeke has barely broke the top 150. Uh, Larry Johnson had 416 in 2006. Oh, Larry Johnson. There's I'd only say two Adrian left. Adrian Peterson in, what did you say, 08? 08. 348. So I was going to give you t- 10 points either way. The answer was 363. You missed it by five. Close. No, I didn't. I mean, 15. you missed the 10-point window by oh, five. Oh, yeah, yeah. 363 in uh, 2012, he had 348. And the only other player inside the top 100 is Alfred Morris from 2012, oh. had 335. Running backs just don't run the ball that much no. anymore. It, how many times you, have you heard, if you pay attention to anything, the era of the uh, all-purpose back is mm-hmm. gone? Well, Certainly the era of the 350-plus carry back. Well, they're getting them in receptions now. Yeah. You know, you add the receptions to the carries, then you're Helps. getting closer to that. I but. mean, I got Zeke at 313, and that was that's right. head and shoulders above the next oh, yeah. best this year. Our number 21 ranked running back, this is Kenyon Drake. Uh, this would have been a great conversation between you and the Wiz. He's mm-hmm. got him ranked at 39, and you've got him way the fuck up there at running back 15. I'm at 20, so I lean more towards you uh, than toward him. But uh, why you love him? Yeah, just looking at his stats, he's he's been a very efficient player. Um, I don't think he's going to get a ton, a ton of carries still. I only put him at 185 carries. He's been a good touchdown scorer. Uh, so I put him at 185 carries, 4.7 per carry. That's 870 yards on the ground with five touchdowns rushing. I also gave him five touchdowns. And uh, then I gave him 60 receptions for 540 and four. So a total of nine touches, touchdowns, those 60 catches, you know, that gives you the 30 points in the half point, the 540 receiving yards, that's another 54 points. He just finished, you know, again, in that, in that group of guys, a couple points jumped you quite, you know, could jump you quite a bit, but... I don't know. I might I might be targeting Kenyon Drake in my drafts a little bit. I know why Wiz has him where he has him, and it's all about the team here. You know, Wiz and I just made a bet about which team is the worst offense in the league. He took the Dolphins. I took 
the Washington Redskins. This is just a matter for him and for and for a lot of the people that don't like Kenyon Drake. This team's not going to be in the field. They're not going to be in scoring positions. Hence, Kenyon Drake's not going to score a lot of points. It's hard to imagine that they run a lot less plays or score a lot less points than they have in years past. And you're not wrong about Kenyon Drake's touchdown efficiency. He's been pretty good at it. I also gave him five touchdowns, three through the air. So eight. You I eight I would be I would be fucking thrilled with him as a running back too. You know, I don't care who my running back one is. I'd be thrilled with Kenyon Drake as a running back too. The doc, if he were here, I bet he'd tell you he'd be yeah. thrilled as a running back one, yeah. which is a little crazy. But that's his love for both the Miami Dolphins and the University. Yeah, I mean, of- if you can if you can get a stud RB one and a stud. A couple stud receivers and a tight end, maybe, yeah. and then reach for not reach, but get Drake. His his current ADP is the twenty sixth running back. What do we have him at? Twenty one. Twenty one. So he's currently the twenty sixth running back, which gets you in about the fifth round. Another trivia question for you. This one's for a shot. If you get it right, I'll take a shot. If you get it wrong, you take a shot. My question is this. It's an over-under question about Kenyon Drake. Been in the league now three years, four years. I want to know over-under total touchdowns in the NFL. 15 is your mark, sir. Has he scored more or less than 15 total touchdowns? <laughs> well, I know last year, again, he had, he had quite a few touchdowns. But years prior, I'll say under. He scored, in his career, nine rushing touchdowns, six receiving touchdowns, and one kick return touchdown to make it 16. Take a shot. You are now two and four in these trivia questions. That's not great. It's not Jeopardy night. That's no, for damn it's, sure. it's not. See, Doc, if you're listening, yeah, but you're, this is how you write fucking questions, Doc. Your answers are right on the fucking line. It makes yeah. it hard. Oh, yeah. that's how you're supposed fucking to do it. It makes it tough. That's how you're supposed to fucking do it. Another shot going down. Do it. All right, let's talk about our next running back here, number 22. This one is a little bit contentious amongst our group here. That is Philip Lindsay, uh, that Denver kid, undrafted second-year player in Denver. You have him real high, 18 on your list. I've got him down here as the number 36. Wiz agrees with you. Put him at 20. You want to tell me first why you like him, and I'll tell you why you're wrong after. His particular stats just bumped him up enough to move him way up the list, you know, kind of. But again, I gave him 230 carries, a little bit over 1,000 yards, eight total touchdowns, 35 catches. Of the two backs, he's the better receiving back. Uh, They do have... Devonte Booker still, who's Ooh, probably going to get a little bit, but Freeman Booker. did not have many receptions last year. So in a half point PPR, Lindsey's going to pick up a little bit of value there over you know some of those other guys right around him that are not receiving type backs. You know, last year he just showed that he had some talent. I thought you know he showed some good bursts. He had a wrist injury, which it, it sounds like he's getting fully recovered from. It's not a lower body injury which uh, I'd be more concerned for a guy of his size. Um, But the legs, the wheels should still be there in full force. And he just comes across as one of those guys that plays with a chip on his shoulder. Sure. Danny Woodhead. Yeah, always, exactly. Always overlooked, always undersized. I used to think he was white, in fact. You did for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Now you know better. So, 
here's my counter argument here. Yeah. Um, it starts with the injury. Not that he's it's gonna it's gonna slow him down in the season at all, but he's gonna miss a good chunk of training camp here. Okay, Royce Freeman, who also came in at the same time, rookie last year, um, didn't get an opportunity to get a lot of the work there because Lindsey stepped up so quickly. I think Royce Freeman is a better long term back. I think he's a better back for the kind of system that Fangio is hoping that this offense runs. Uh, and then it comes down to what I talked about when we did our coaching changes show. Rick Scangarello is the new offensive coordinator here. He loves to run the zone scheme, a zone blocking scheme. That's what he does. Okay, Philip Lindsay has never run the zone blocking scheme in his college career, in his NFL career. He's a gap scheme guy, knows where the hole is, goes right to it. Um, so I expect one Royce Freeman to get a lot of opportunity with the ones in in training camp here that could give him a nice boon. Uh, new coaching staff is going to get to see him a lot more than they see Lindsay early on in there. That's big. And two, what he's done in his career in college, all of his years in college, he ran the zone scheme. Um, he knows how to do it. He's really good at it, great at it at Oregon. I think it gives him a leg up. And I just think Lindsay's a smaller guy that's going to get beat up. I think Freeman is a better long-term option. And I think this year with the offense that's going to be put into place, I think he's the better option. So for me, I gave Freeman the bulk of the work here. And, and it was not even, it wasn't that big of a split between the two. I was pretty close. I gave Freeman 178 carries versus Philip Lindsay's 143. So it wasn't that big a split, but a lot of the goal line work and touchdown work is going to go for me to Royce Freeman. I gave him seven touchdowns to Lindsay's four, and that kind of made the big difference for me. I'm a Freeman believer, and I will be targeting Royce Freeman in a lot of drafts because, like you guys did, People will shower Philip Lindsay with the love, and he earned it last year. Like I'm not taking that away from him, but I don't I don't see it moving forward. He couldn't win the job. He couldn't win the job, and he just kind of took a back seat. Lindsay outplayed him, and you know the yeah. eyeball test said Lindsay was a better running back. The efficiency metrics say Lindsay was the better running back. You know, so unless Freeman really turns a corner his second year, which is possible. All right, number twenty three in our consensus. That's Leonard Fournette. There's just not a lot of love for Leonard Fournette in this studio, even when Wiz is here anymore. I have him right at 23. The both of you have him at 26. Could Leonard Fournette win your fantasy league? No, fuck no. I think he could, though. Jesus Christ, no. I you don't it. think he has the skill to finish top 10? I do not think he has the skill okay. to finish okay. top 10. See, I, um, I believe he does. I gave him 3.8 yards per carry with a really, really bad offensive line. They were so injured last year, just brutally it's, injured. They did so, not have you know any of their starters. You know what else was? Who else was? That'd be Leonard Fournette. All the no, fucking I get time. That. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a Fournette guy. I've ranked him as low as anybody. I'm just saying. I did give him. A, I did give him a fair amount of rushing touchdowns because in the red zone, in Who the five ten zone, he's there, good. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of competition like you just mentioned there for him. He's not going to catch the ball. He doesn't catch the ball. It's not something he does. That hurts his value a lot. I gave him 28 catches. 28 catches. Yeah. We must have done the same math on a lot of things. 238 carries. I only had him at 187 because I only had him at 11 games. See, I still haven't taken away the injury games, but I only gave him 3.8 yards per carry because I don't don't like that running game at all. I gave him 4.4. We saw saw what happened when DiFilippo came... When DiFilippo was the OC in Minnesota, this is something Wiz pointed out a couple of times. Murray Dalvin Cook was, fu- I mean, he was treated like a 
shitty running back, right? His his numbers sucked. Zero hundred yard games in the time he was there. He's gonna. I, I he's not a good running game coach. Yeah, I mean he was coming off an ACL, so you don't know how much. If as soon as that, DiFilippo left. That's true, as but that, soon yeah, as but he that's left. more off his injury too, more and, and time it, away. I, but, it's a one game difference, yeah. but so but, that came into effect for me. I don't like Leonard Fournette. He's yeah. very injury prone. This offensive line sucks. All these things tell me, yeah, he may finish as a twenty three because again, there's volume there. E- even at two thirty eight, that's a lot of it's a lot of carries. One eighty for you, and that's not so many. But I'm not drafting him as a twenty third. He's not on my draft list as twenty three. He's just one of those guys that scares me because, like, in my mind, no, Leonard Fournette doesn't really intrigue me to draft. But at the same time, there's a little thing in the back that says the volume could be there, and if he shows out, he could he could jump way the fuck up this list. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. He there's an opportunity that he could be valuable and look really good in a draft, but for me, that's in round six, seven, and he there's no way he's going that late. Yeah, probably not. He's he still carry he still yeah. carries a name that he brought in that's uh, his rookie the, that's season. That's probably the key right there. Yeah, figure that one out for well, us. Because yeah, because he he's going as the 16th running back in the third round. That's stupid. Early third. That is fucking. That is and Stupid. we all agreed that he was what twenty right around. He's outside of twenty-four. Yeah. So yeah, he's that's too early. Don't for me. fucking touch him. Unfortunately, I won't own him. And really, at the third round, even if he has a great season, it's not a ton of value out of him. All right, let's go to twenty-four. Our twenty-fourth running back. We're going back to the NFC North because we love him. Tariq Cohen, Chicago Bears. You've got him at seventeen and a half point PPR. Whoops. Twenty-eight for me. 31 for Wiz. Um, I'll speak for the two of us right out of the gates. You know, the reason David Montgomery was drafted and the reason Jordan Howard was let go is because it was always obvious to the defense what was going to happen depending on which running back was in. David Montgomery is a guy that can stay in all the time. I said before, we expect him to stay in the game all the time. And that's just going to hurt Tariq Cohen's numbers. Last year, he had a career high in carries I think somewhere around 80 he's not gonna be anywhere near there again because he's not gonna be the only running back on the field and when he is it's, it's gonna be a rare situation yeah he's gonna catch the ball a ton I might I might have overshot his reception total a little bit looking at it now but he just seems like a talent that should not be forgotten about that's true you oh, know they'll, like yeah so if, they'll use him they right, have to yeah I mean would you give him uh, Nagy's a smart guy and Helfrich man give him some love I gave him 75 carries Okay. For three fifty. Okay. I gave him seventy in, at three hundred. So sneaking in three scores on the ground. Sure, I gave him two. But here's my big number, and this I feel like what really shot him up was eighty five catches for eight hundred and five scores. Yeah, that's high. Yeah. I feel like Do you have his numbers previously? Uh, he he usually hovers right around that many targets. I gave him eighty six target 65 catches but i did say 600 yards and four touchdowns he's going to do the huge bulk of his work in the receiving game he's still going to do that that's not going away david montgomery may come in and catch more passes but they're certainly not going to take passes away from cohen to give them the montgomery that would be a mistake yeah 91 targets for 71 catches last year okay and he started seven games again he's not a yeah, starting back right he played in all 16 so i bumped him up 14 catches 
which maybe is too much, but he did have 725 yards and five touchdowns receiving. I think last year will be his best ever year just because they hated Jordan Howard. They didn't want him on the field because he couldn't do enough to confuse defenses. I think he's good. I, I still think he's good. He's a guy, look, to be honest with you, I would probably rather have Tariq Cohen than Leonard Fournette. I know I ranked Fournette higher, but in my draft rankings, I think I'd rather have a Tariq Cohen than a Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I mean, especially... Definitely a, at the draft price. Yeah, especially like a half point or a full PPR, especially, but like just knowing you're going to get those extra you know, those that points for every time he catches the fucking ball is going to make you feel good about life. For sure. Here's something a little funny. Just bring it up on Pro Football Reference here. Tariq Cohen's nicknames. First one, very obvious, the human joystick. Human joystick. I feel like we've heard that one before. For sure. Or chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Chicken salad. Chicken fucking salad. Maybe Tariq okay. Cohen likes to have his salad tossed. That's disturbing. Chicken, deep fried chicken style. He's a little man. <laughs> Ugh. Chicken salad. Where do these things come from? Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. All right, let's move on. Let's go to our number 25 overall consensus rank here. This is Sony Michelle, New England Patriots. Interestingly enough... I believe it's Wiz that sat here and said over and over and over that Sony Michelle's going to struggle this year because of all these other guys. James White's going to keep doing what James White did last year, but he's got him ranked the highest as 21. I've got it at 26, you've got it at 30, so we're all kind of right around the same area. And I think we probably have the same concerns. You know, they brought in Damian Harris. Um, they brought still in Damian Harris that Rex. does that. Rexy's there. James White is still there. So many options. Sony Michelle has he's coming this, off knee surgery. He's I got, think these, he's got knee these knee surgery. issues, and look, Sony Michelle has the same problem with his knee that Todd Gurley has. They both have arthritis yeah. in their knee. Um, it's a degenerative knee. We knew that going into the season, but Sony Michelle was so fucking good last year. Yeah. I mean, he had the highest uh, first down percentage of runs. So, so more of his runs went from first down at least proportionally than any other back in the league his fucking touchdown numbers in the playoffs were insane he's a guy that you can rely on when you give him the ball the big issue for me when ranking him is that he doesn't catch any passes like zero fucking passes yeah i mean like you 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 try to you say they're the same injury you know Gurley and michelle but if if that's the case michelle seemed to be able to play through it better he's younger yeah, by a couple years, but like it, you wouldn't have noticed that he was having knee problems because, like you said, in the playoffs he was a fucking beast, beast mode. You yes. know, they're on a high scoring offense. I put him at two twenty five for about a thousand and eight scores on the ground. We were and like, not not much on not much in the we air. We're simpatico, dude. I got him yeah. at two twenty for nine eighty one and seven touchdowns, yeah. but only eleven catches. That's the big thing. Ten catches. He's yeah. just not going to catch the ball. There's too many other pieces. On that team, they don't even put him on the field in passing downs. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I put, I gave Harris seventy-five carries. I gave White seventy-five carries, and I gave Rex seventy-five carries. Wow! I gave the other three all seventy-five. See, I gave Harris a hundred and three because I do think he's going to come in and take some work. But when it comes to the touchdowns and the goal line stuff, it's all Sony Michelle. When it comes to the clutch runs on those third downs, he's going to be the guy. I have to believe he's going to be the guy. I'm keeping him in one of my keeper leagues. It only cost me like a seventh round pick. I think it's a great value. But there is a world where Sony Michelle fucks a lot of people over. 
you know, if he if he has a hard time finding the field, staying on the field with his his knee, or Damian Harris, who Damian Harris is doing most of the work with the team and all these OTAs, and people love what he's doing. Uh, maybe James White comes out and continues to have the same. I don't believe it, but it's possible that he comes out and has the same role. And there's just not enough work for Sony. He's the opposite of somebody like um, Derrick Henry. You know, Derrick Henry rely, is going to rely on volume. Sony Michelle has to rely on his efficiency. So there's a world where he might fuck you, but look, dude, at the 25? Yeah, I mean, I got, I, got him I got him ranked 30. I just yeah. don't know if I'll be targeting him. I don't know. He's, there's risk. There's risk. I mean, in in uh, according to ADP, he's currently going as the number 25 running back in the f- end of the fourth, early fifth, ahead of guys like Kenyon Drake and Tariq Cohen, Tough. who I'd rather have. Ahead of a guy like Lamar Miller, who I'd probably rather draft. Really? Yeah. I'd probably rather draft Lamar Miller over fucking... Sony Michelle. Let me check my rankings. Is that what I said in my rankings? You did. 23 Fucking versus right, I did. 30. There you go. I mean, I've got Lamar Miller one spot ahead of Sody Michelle. And it's not because it's obviously not the offense. I just I just don't know what to make of all the like sure. I don't know what to make of that bat. We've talked about you guys talked about the backfield that, battlegrounds. Yes, that's you it. Know? You know, we brought up the Sanford or the fucking New England backfield how many times? Like I just don't know if I want any piece of it. So, interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah, I have a I trivia question time. for you. About that New England backfield, it's always been tough to decide what's going to happen there. Um, it's it's so wild from year to year. Over the last five years, how many times in a full PPR, is full PPR, okay, how many times in the last five years has a New England running back finished inside the top 20? Well, that's I know correct. James White did last season. Yes, so he finished at seven that's one. last year in PPR. Which, I'll give you a hint, is the highest of any New England finishers over the last five. I'll go with three. The answer is four. Ah. In 2017, Deion Lewis was the 15th yeah, running back. Yep, yeah, yeah. LeGarrette Blunt with his 16 touchdowns and 16 was ninth overall. And in 2014, Shane Vereen ended uh, 19th. The pass-catching running backs. Yep. That's what, it is what it is. So, you know. Three, three of the four were the pass-catchers. Lewis, yeah. White. And Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen. It's just that weird Legarrette Blunt thing. But yep. that's it's so up and down you never know. But the point is Maroney had his little run there for a while as a power back. Yeah. The yeah. the the point here is we have said time and time again, everybody that talks about fantasy football has said the New England backfield is crazy. And it is crazy, but somebody is performing inside the top twenty more years than not. Four out of the last yeah. five. The question is who's it gonna be? Yeah. You just never fucking know who it's gonna be. Um, so if you want to take the gamble on Sony Michelle, it is what it is. All right, let's go to 26 overall. Uh, that's Tevin Coleman, another one of these backfield battleground teams, San Francisco. Tevin Coleman, uh, the Wiz believes in. He's got him ranked at 14. You and I both have him. 31 for you, 32 for me. That pulled him down to 26. So I'll ask you the question. Do you have him ranked at 31 because you believe in McKinnon over Coleman or just because you're not sure what to make of that team at all? Who is getting the work there for you? Uh, I just, I, I just, I pegged it as too much of a split backfield. Um, Coleman, I had him at 185 carries and about 30 catches. McKinnon, I had him at 140 carries and 35 catches. Brita, I gave some love to. I just think there's, 
I just don't think there's going to be one guy that steps up as the bell cow. Uh, that I guess it's not like I think Coleman's pretty talented. I think McKinnon's pretty talented in certain roles. Breida showed he's pretty fucking talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mostert showed that he can fucking run the shit out of the ball. Sure. So I just I just think it's going to be too much of a spread. You know, why not spread the ball out? When you have enough talented guys. That's kind of the way I took it. I flipped the touch numbers almost exactly. Um, I got McKinnon at 182, Coleman at 139, and then I got McKinnon catching 50 and Coleman catching 30. Uh, touchdowns are relatively the same. Uh, I think I gave McKinnon, both of them have seven overall touchdowns, so it is a nice split there. Um, but the catches, the 50 catches, that's 20 more. I think McKinnon's going to be better served in that role. Uh, than than Tevin Coleman is. I just I can't. Anytime I start thinking about Jarek McKinnon, I can't get his college tape out of my head. I've jerked off to it a couple of times. It's amazing. Have you ever watched it? No. Jesus Christ. San Fran's an intriguing team. Like I don't know how much. I don't know how many pieces I'm going to want of them. But at, it at the end of like, the season, you might be fucked if you don't have a couple. It feels pieces. like you want a lot, but if you look at rankings anywhere, offensive rankings anywhere, they're near the like they're the bottom five or right near the bottom five. I don't understand why. Yeah. I'm I've got pieces like in in my dynasty league. We've got Pettis. We've got McKinnon on that team. Like I like the pieces. Um, to me, it's McKinnon over Coleman, but not by a much as much as you heard. I. We'll watch the preseason closely for this. Obviously, Wiz thinks Coleman is far and away better than McKinnon. He's got him 14 versus McKinnon's 32, but uh, he's an idiot. So let's move on. i got to make sure I know what my next question is. Hang on. Oh, yeah. All right, so our number 27 overall rank. Here's a conversation you and I need to have. Uh, that's Mark Ingram. So, Mark Ingram, you've got ranked as the 35. I've got ranked as 18, Wiz falls right in the middle at 25. So do you want to tell me why Mark Ingram's not going to get it done in Baltimore? Ah, you know, I was looking at him. I was like, ah, how good are you, Mark Ingram? You know, he's getting old. He's going to be a 30-year-old running back this year. Uh, he's only broke the 200 carry mark three times in his career, so he's not really known as a bell cow running back. Feels like that benefits him uh, at his age. Yeah, I don't know. I think once you're old, you're old. I don't think the it's wear not and the, tear it's on not your just body. The treads. Nah. Okay. I mean, he's only been a thousand yard rusher twice in his career. He's a good, solid NFL running back. Running backs didn't. Weren't that great in the Baltimore offense. Lamar Jackson runs the ball so fucking much. So just all those things put together and the addition of a man named Justice Hill. Ooh, you love who me, I have Hill. I have some love for this season. Uh, I just pegged Ingram with only 185 carries. Uh, I originally had him at 200. Again, you know, looking back, he's only had 200 carries three times in his career. I originally had him at 200. Maybe that was the better number. I dropped him down to 185 times 4.8 for 888 yards with five scores on the ground. Uh, 20 catches, 140 and one in the air. I gave Justice Hill also 100 carries, and I also gave Gus Edwards 100 carries. Uh, I just, I just think they're all going to get a little bit of Justice time. You drafted Justice Hill. I drafted no, Justice Hill. In the that's dynasty. where this is coming. So from. a little bit of bias, but oh. again. 
I've read plenty of articles who feel the same way I do. Justice Hill is the only piece on the ground with the speed. With a better pass-catching ability. I think he gets 40 receptions. 520 rushing yards. Six total touchdowns. I almost... I had I had Ingram scoring 148 and a half point PPR. I had Justice Hill scoring 140. Almost outscoring I don't him. understand you at all. Clearly, you didn't listen to our coaching changes show. Nope, not yet. Okay, our, our offensive coordinator coaching changes show, I spent a lot of time talking about Greg Roman. He's a new offensive coordinator in Baltimore. Um, Greg Roman is is one of the, the best run game coordinators in the league. Never had an offense finish outside the top nine in rushing attempts. Uh, three, seven, three, nine, and two is where he finished. So this team runs the ball. His teams run the ball a shitload. Okay, yeah, that doesn't change anything that I have. Okay. The uh, the most a second back on a team has ever touched the ball in a Greg Roman offense when there was a quarterback that rushed was eighteen percent, and that's only when Shady missed three games. They average fourteen percent carries uh, of the uh, carry share on Greg Roman teams. In other words. He's got one running back that he uses the shit out of, and his quarterback is going to run the ball a ton as well. So his running backs usually average somewhere between 250 and 280 carries um, while his quarterbacks are running the ball about 140 times. Okay, So I gave Mark Ingram 270 carries. I gave um, Lamar Jackson 160 carries. I just think this team is going to run the ball a shitload because... That's what they've always done. Yeah. I and mean, n- now now I agree with you about a couple things. I don't think Mark Ingram scores a bunch of touchdowns. I got him five on the ground, just like you do. But his 270 carries is going to net him 1,200 yards, in my opinion. He's not going to catch the ball coming to the backfield. 25 catches, 145 yards, and one touchdown, which is almost identical to your stat line through the air. But damn it, man, Greg Roman is going to put his stamp on this team, and his stamp is going to look like Mark Ingram's cock. Yeah. Would you say Mark Ingram is a superstar running back in the prime of his career? I think he's a stud running back who has not got a lot of tread on his tires. Shall we make a bet? So I guess the bet's going to have to be... So, okay, so so you say that, but like, here's some other running backs that averaged about 280 carries um, under Greg Roman. Okay. You had 28-year-old Frank Gore, 29-year-old Frank Gore, 30-year-old Frank Gore. All three in San Francisco. Nice. Um, then LaShawn McCoy in the years over there in Buffalo. We'll make a bet. What's the bet going to be? 250 carries. 250 carries, 16 games. So 15 and a half carries per game. A bet. Yeah. He's probably not going to play 16 games. Ain't so we'll no say 15 and a half backs. carries per game on average. Point is, Mark Ingram is one of one of the guys that I have highlighted the hardest on all of my draft boards so far. I am going to go for him. All right, let's move on to 28, because we disagreed about Mark Ingram, but we disagree about this next guy a whole lot more. This is Josh Jacobs, rookie running back, Oakland Raiders, 28 in our consensus. I've got him at our 16, my 16 overall. That's above Mark Ingram. Wiz has him as a 17 overall. I'd tell you where you had him, but he wasn't inside your top 50, so I don't know. Somewhere outside the top 50, Josh Shakes. Is it because you have love for Doug Martin? You love Jalen Richard? You just hate the Raiders' offense? What do you got going on here? 
Did you forget <laughs> about him when you were doing your rankings and then you thought, fuck it, let's just leave him off? I did not forget about him. I'll give you a stat line here shortly. This is the fun of fantasy fucking football, though. You know, like, everybody's going to have guys that they like, that they go for. Everybody's going to have motherfuckers that they don't like, and they're just not going to draft. And for me, you know, Mark Ingram happens to be one of those guys that I probably won't draft. Will I lose some leagues because of it? Yeah, maybe. And I'll say... In our fucking season recap show that I was a fucking dumbass. Is Josh Jacobs going to cost me some fucking leagues? Maybe. But his ADP currently sits at running back 20. And just wait for hard knocks. Just wait for hard knocks. Yeah. Maybe maybe hard knocks will just give me a big old boner for Josh Jacobs how good he looks. No, I'm saying watch that ADP. Oh. He may be going in the fucking beginning of the second round by then. So, here is what I did for Mr. Jacobs. I gave him 150 carries. Last year, the Raiders had 387 carries. I projected them to bump that up to about 400 carries this season. And I gave 150 of them to Mr. Jacobs at a 4.4 clip. For 660 yards and three scores, um, 15 catches for 90 yards and a score. Doug Martin, I gave 125 carries. Richard, I gave 75. Warren gave 50. Whoever other running backs, I just don't think he's a workhorse type running back. I don't think Gruden's going to trust him to pass protect that often, at least not early on. I think Doug Dougie Fresh and Jalen Richard are going to be in there on a lot of the passing downs. So if Jacobs can't be an effective first down predictable running running back, then uh, I don't think he puts up very big numbers. You know, you look at his college stats, you know, running behind those offensive lines in fucking Alabama, he's only averaging 5.3 yards per carry. Damian Harris last year averaged 5.8. Years before, Harris was in the sevens. Jacobs was never in the sevens. He was in the low sixes. He's never been as good of a running back as Damian Harris. His receiving work was really the only thing that stood out a little bit, and he was limited in catches, 14, 14, and 20. And I don't think he's going to step into Oakland and be the receiving back. That's still Jalen Richard. Fuck yeah, it is. So I just don't know what role he's going to carve out because I don't think it's a workhorse back. Doug Martin still might be the lead back to begin the season. I know they drafted him high. There's a lot of there's a lot of draft stock there. I'm just I'm just not a believer. I mean, he had 85 carries, 46 carries last year. He had 120. So why can he go all of a sudden in the NFL and get 200 and 200 plus carries? Why is he going to be that guy? How about 237? Exactly. Carries? What what? Why is he going to be? Why is he going to have as many carries in his first year in the NFL as he did in his entire college career? That's my concern. Because he's finally going to be the guy, and and Gruden we saw last year. So they cycled through running backs because people got hurt or whatever. But there was always one guy that did all the work. Jalen Rashard would come in and spell any of any any of them. But he likes one guy. I think two hundred and thirty-seven is good. About a thousand yards, eight total touchdowns. I like him. You, you may not, I'm not going to have him on any team because of his, I mean, the fucking, that bump he's going to get from Hard Knocks now that he is signed, you know, he almost held out and he almost missed some time in, in yep. camp. 
but he's not he's not going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, he's ar- in a redraft. He's he's already being drafted as an RB2. Like, would it be uh Why? I wouldn't I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I've I've taken a lot of mocks as Dynasty, you know, okay, if you want Yeah, he's fine. Maybe you prefer Miles Sanders, maybe you prefer, prefer a Montgomery, but if you like Jacobs, go for it in a dynasty. Do I just we, don't think it, this is the year. Do we do we dare to make a second bet in a row? I got him. I got him at sixteen. You got him at let's say fifty-one. We could bet him at thirty-five. Split the difference. Sure, thirty-five. Thirty-five by the end of the year. It's Half a point. Bet. Wait, no. Hey, I don't like thirty-five. Well, you said you have my That's fine. Top 50. That's fine. Whatever. Thirty-five. Done. All right, we're gonna put Did these next. Man? Not yet. We're gonna put these next two guys together because that just makes sense. At twenty-nine and thirty, we have back-to-back Seattle Seahawks running backs. We've got Rashad Penny at 29. We've got Chris Carson at 30. I've got Rashad Penny 10 points higher than Carson. You've got Carson 7 points higher than Penny. And Wiz has them back-to-back. I'm not going to stand here and argue Penny over Carson or Carson over Penny because there's no fucking real way to know. Both of these guys are going to be sharing time with one another um, I, I'm just leaning towards Penny mostly because of the Chris Carson injuries having a hard time coming back from in this offseason. Similar to the Denver situation, if Rashad Penny gets in there in the offseason and gets all the work with the ones, gets to impress the coaching staff early, uh, then then maybe he, he gets the bulk of the carries between the two. But are, do you have a strong preference to Carson over Penny? Nah, I mean, I probably will end up with more Penny. On rosters than Carson because cheaper. of yeah, he's yeah. cheaper. That's it's, the move here. Yeah. Take the cheap if you're gonna take one, which I don't suggest. Take the cheaper. Carson's guy. going at the end of the fourth. Penny's going at the end of the sixth. So yeah. it's like for two guys that we flip a coin on, basically, or you know, see relatively the same. Again, if you own one of those guys and one of those guys goes down, you vault up into an a, an RB one. You know, oh, absolutely. those guys jump to an RB1. Fuck yeah. So maybe you draft one just in the hopes. Yeah. T- uh, to have his RB3s or RB4s, those are your perfect guys. Because yep. if one of them goes down, now you have an RB1. And if you want if you want to do the three or four, you've got to take Penny based on where they're going. All right. That's our 16 through 30. If you want to see the entire list, one through 50, and where each of us rank them individually, it's up on the website. Yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. Before we can go, I have three more trivia questions for you, sir. We're going to go back to back to back. Let's make each of them worth a shot. You just got to get them right. First question, which of these backs that we just talked about, 16 through 30, in a full PPR, finished best last season? You got Chubb, Miller, well, not Montgomery, Chubb, Miller, Freeman, Henry, Drake, Lindsey, Fournette, Cohen, Michelle, Coleman, Ingram, Penny or Carson? One name standing out because I know he finished as a top 12 guy. I think. I'm going Phil Lindsay. That is not correct. In a half point PPR, he finished highest, but in a full PPR, <sighs> Tariq Cohen finished 11. You can't do that shit to me because we do all of our shit. Fake your shot. Point well, PPR. I asked all these questions in full PPR. God dang it. Next Here's question. Which one of these guys on this list? Had the highest yards per carry last season. There's no PPR involved. Same answer, Phil Lindsay. That is correct. 5.4 per last year. Damn it, Philip. Delicious shot. I'm going to pour one more for myself. Last question. 
This question was going to come, and it was going to go during the big mix and cook debate that we have been waiting for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Here's the question. Between Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon, which guy in his combine ran a faster 40? And I'll tell you before you even guess the two times. One of them ran a 4-5, and one of them ran a 4-4-9. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Who was faster in their combine? I'm sure I've looked. I've looked at both of these player profiler pages probably ten times. Absolutely, where that stat is sitting right there. Delvin Cook ran a four five. That's your shot, sir. Cook ran the four five. Ah! Mixon Come ran on. the four five. Remember that Mixon is significantly bigger than Cook, so. It's more impressive, probably, for Mixon there. All right, guys. Would have been a lot more fun if the doc were here to answer these because he'd be doing something awful every time he got one wrong. Um, I think you ended not very good. Three and seven, four and six. I bailed myself out with that one correct Phil Lindsay answer, but yeah, those are tough ones. You got what? Fifteen guys to choose from. It was. It was. It was. It was thirteen because there's two rookies. But uh, you suck at stuff. I'll just remind the people. Next week, we start our wide receiver rankings. We'll do two weeks of those like we did running backs. Then we'll hit the quarterbacks and tight ends, and you'll have all of those available for you on the website, yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. You can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Dweeznuts, all Zs, no Ss, at YFF, the Bullfrog over here. We love to talk about our rankings. He's been posting projections for running backs. Hopefully some of those receiver projections will come up as well. You can tell him why he's dead-ass wrong. I mean, Josh, if you put Josh Jacobs and his projections for him up there, I'm sure he'd have been castrated on Twitter. Uh, who is the guy that you got a, a, enough hate from as it was? Maybe Ronald Jones, bro. Ronald fucking Jones. There's a few guys we didn't get to mention on our running back rankings that I would have really liked to talk about. Please go check it out. I'll get on Twitter and share. Like our 31, for example, was Miles Sanders. I love him. But look at the website. Get on Twitter. Like I said, feel free to get on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Write us a review. Email us at yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com. Five-star reviews. I'll read them on the air. Ask any question you want. We'll answer it. Hell, if you email me and ask me if you can call into the show, I'll probably let you do it because I can't get any of my fucking co-hosts to come here for more than a week at a time. So maybe you can be my next co-host. Have I have I killed enough time, sir? Are you ready with your lesson of the week? Lesson of the week is if you're going to play trivia involving shots, make sure the good doctor asks the questions. That's a great... Not fucking Dewey's nuts over here. That's a great piece of advice. Which Asks every question on the fucking line. Hey, Vegas Osmakers, baby. I'll take a shot to that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.